One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Nintendo of America QA testers have come forward with horror stories of working at the company. For August 19th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. I apologize this episode is being uploaded late. I had to visit the dentist yesterday, and I had to wait for the Novocaine to wear off. Coming up, Bernie Sanders has some tough talk for microchip manufacturers, and we'll take a look back at the week that was in video game news. Kotaku earlier this week released an expose on the disgusting working conditions of Nintendo of America's contract firms Aerotech and Aston Carter, where 10 former and current contracted quality assurance testers talked with Kotaku about the, quote, frat house culture Nintendo has fostered. One of the anonymous QA testers who Kotaku named Hannah went into detail on why she eventually quit her dream job at Nintendo of America. Hannah was a part of a group chat among co-workers called The Laughing Zone, where Hannah and her co-workers would share memes, just a lighthearted place for co-workers to converse. That changed when a male translator entered the group chat and started posting about why the Pokemon Vaporeon was the best Pokemon to have sex with. It gets worse because the same male translator continued the conversation about Geshin Impact's child character, Paimon, saying that it was okay to be sexually attracted to Paimon despite the character being a child. Hannah tried to report this with her superiors, but by doing so, she set into motion a chain of events that would eventually lead to her quitting. Hannah was asked by Aerotech management to be less outspoken about open pedophilia and sexual harassment that she witnessed, and the male translator got a slap on the wrist and was assigned sexual harassment training. This was because the male translator worked for Nintendo directly and not Aerotech, showing that Nintendo themselves protected an employee who should have been fired. Hannah also told Kotaku of the pay discrepancies she faced, 
After nine years, get this, nine years of working as a QA tester at Aerotech, she was only making $16 an hour, where her male counterparts that had worked there for less time were making $19 an hour. After weeks of battling with management, she was eventually bumped up $2 an hour to $18 an hour. Another anonymous QA tester detailed that she stayed at the same $16 base pay for six years until she finally threatened to leave for a better offer at a different company. In the end, Hannah ended up leaving Aerotech and Nintendo due to them not adequately addressing her grievances. Kotaku's expose continues to detail different accounts of sexual harassment by Aerotech's former scheduling manager, Melvin Forrest, who would prey on women contractors, making unwanted advances and sexual comments. If Forrest's advances weren't reciprocated, Forrest would retaliate by laying them off. Overall, with so many accounts of sexual abuse throughout the gaming industry, I'm starting to wonder if there's even one major developer that doesn't allow their male employees to prey on their female employees. While it's good that these accounts are finally hitting the media, it sickens me that this industry is so vile. That being said, as of this recording, Nintendo, Aerotech, and Aston Carter haven't responded to Kotaku's numerous requests to comment on these damning allegations. Back in July, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders gave a speech on the Senate floor about the recently passed CHIPS Act which Sanders describes as a $76 billion blank check to one of the most profitable industries on the planet, saying, But the question that we should be asking is this. Should American taxpayers provide the microchip industry with a blank check, blank check of over $76 billion at the same exact time when semiconductor companies are making tens of billions of dollars in profits and paying their CEOs exorbitant compensation packages. That really is one of the questions that we should be asking, and I think the answer to that is a resounding no. This is an enormously profitable industry. Senator Sanders continues to lambast Senator Mitt Romney's notion that the United States should join an international club subsidizing the microchip industry, especially when the U.S. hasn't joined the international club to protect the needs of workers, children, and the elderly in this country. Senator Sanders then goes over the history of why the U.S. microchip industry is in dire straits, saying, Well, Let's review some recent history. This is really quite amazing. Over the last 20 years, the microchip industry has shut down over 780 manufacturing plants and other establishments in the United States and eliminated 150,000 American jobs 
while moving most of its production overseas. Senator Sanders uses Intel as an example, noting that between 2010 and 2014, Intel laid off 1,400 workers and offshored 1,000 jobs from one plant in New Mexico. Intel also laid off 1,000 workers in Oregon. However, those workers, before they were let go, were required to train their replacements in India and Costa Rica. Senator Sanders finishes his speech by going over the lack of guardrails in the CHIPS Act. Guardrails that would prevent Intel and other chip manufacturers from using this government subsidy for stock buybacks, which Intel used their $20 billion in profits last year to buy back $16.6 billion worth of stock. And this brings us to Wednesday this week, where Senator Sanders confirmed his worries about the CHIPS Act, saying on Twitter, quote, This is what a rigged economy looks like. On the same day a bill was signed into law to give a $76 billion blank check to the microchip companies, Intel announced it would be cutting back on plans to increase jobs by $4 billion while increasing dividends for its wealthy shareholders. Doing exactly what Sanders predicted would happen. At the end of the day, American taxpayers paid Intel not to make jobs and give that money to their shareholders. All while both Democrats and Republicans sit in both the House and Senate counting their hundreds of millions of dollars in lobbying money for screwing the American public. All right, it's Friday, and this is normally where we check out a Apple podcast review or an Audible review, but unfortunately, we have no new ones. You know what that means. Go leave us a review on either one of those platforms. We'll read it here on a Friday. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this week in gaming with the Friday Replay. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Back in 2021, Bungie filed a lawsuit against cheat-selling website aimjunkies.com accusing AIM junkies of copyright and trademark infringement and other terms of service violations. In May, U.S. District Court Judge Thomas Zilly dismissed the lawsuit. Judge Zilly ruled that Bungie didn't provide enough evidence for a plausible claim that Destiny 2 hacks and cheats infringed on Bungie's copyright. Though Judge Zilly did give Bungie the opportunity to refile their claim to, quote, address shortcomings which Bungie did a week later. And that brings us to Over the Weekend, where AIM Junkies issued subpoenas to Valve, Google, and PayPal. 
The Valve subpoena is requesting monthly sales figures for all Destiny 2 products from 2017 until now, along with requesting personal information including communication records, emails, and phone records of several named individuals. For the Google and PayPal subpoenas, AIM Junkies is looking for similar information regarding the same named individuals. AIM Junkies told the publication Torrent Freak what they were going to do with the information, saying, quote, Bungie claims that we caused grievous harm to their game when in fact some of their most popular months of player counts and sales were during the time AIM Junkies offered their software products. We believe and intend to gather actionable proof of that and disprove another one of their wild assertions. Overall, I gotta say it's interesting to see a cheat maker like AIM Junkies really fight in court against a billion dollar company like Bungie. Will AIM Junkies win by arguing that their cheats and AIM hacks made Destiny 2 more popular? I wouldn't bet on it. To follow up on Blizzard Albany's Quality Assurance Team's National Labor Relations Board hearing last week, Activision Blizzard is continuing to push for consensus on whether to unionize from all of Blizzard Albany instead of the QA team that initiated the effort. Activision Blizzard spokesman Rich George told the Washington Post, quote, We believe all our employees should have the right to choose whether or not to join a union in a fair and confidential vote. Given our tightly integrated Albany operations, we believe strongly no employee should be disenfranchised and that creativity, inspiration, and free exchange of ideas works best when all non-supervisory employees in Albany working on Diablo get to participate in the vote, not just 20 quality assurance testers identified by the union. Which is the same argument Blizzard has used to combat Raven Software's unionization effort earlier this year. To be clear, this is a union-busting technique to try to dilute the voting power of workers seeking unionization. With a larger pool of voters, it increases the risk of a unionization vote to fail. Though Blizzard did try some new arguments out at last week's labor hearing which includes Blizzard publicizing in the hearing the 20 quality assurance testers' names, LinkedIn profiles, and social media accounts. One Blizzard Albany employee spoke with the Washington Post about this, saying, quote, Given how toxic a lot of fandoms and gamers can be, it's pretty upsetting to see everyone's names publicized when it really didn't have to be like this. This didn't have to be a fight that went to the NLRB. Management could have just chosen to recognize the unit. Blizzard's lawyers also tried to get protesters removed from the virtual part of the hearing, which was held over Zoom. Protesters attended the Zoom hearing using pictures saying, quote, ABK stop union busting as their camera feed, along with changing their display names to, quote, stop union busting. Blizzard's lawyer James Polk cried that it was disruptive to the hearing. However, NLRB hearing officer Ruth Basantes dismissed Polk's request to remove the protesters from the Zoom hearing, stating, quote, As I recall, no one was being disruptive, so there's no need to kick anyone out of the meeting. Basantes continued to describe the protest akin to how an in-person hearing would be, with protesters wearing shirts that had similar slogans and saying that those same people wouldn't be asked to change their shirts, reveal their names, or leave. With the hearing over, all we can do is wait for the NLRB's decision on whether or not to allow the 20 Blizzard Albany QA testers to vote to unionize.
organize, which is being further held up by Activision Blizzard to submit its briefs to the NLRB so Basantes can make a decision. The deadline for Activision Blizzard to do this is August 25th, and hopefully not long after, I will get to announce the formation of Game Workers Alliance Albany. Games released their 2021 annual diversity and inclusion report, which shows that Riot had a mixed year of improvements. For new hires, the number of women who were hired increased year over year to 30.4%, up from 28% in 2020. The number of underrepresented minorities that were hired at Riot also increased year over year to 17.3%, up from 2020's 14%. Where Riot fell through is women in leadership positions, which is down to 21.7% versus 2019's 29%. Riot also saw a decrease in underrepresented minorities in leadership positions, down to 14.7% compared to 2020's 22%. Though Riot attributes these decreases to them redefining leadership roles to include directors and above, increasing the pool of people considered leaders within Riot. Riot went on to give details on pay equity within the company, saying, quote, Riot is proud to be able to report that our efforts in this area are working. There are currently no statistically significant differences in pay for women or underrepresented minorities at Riot. Overall, it's awesome to see the significant progress Riot Games has made since their reckoning four years ago in 2018. While there are ups and downs, the fact that Riot is reporting that they've achieved pay equity for 2021 is remarkable and should be applauded. I look forward to see where Riot is in 2022 when they release their next diversity and inclusion report. Former Nintendo of America President Reggie Filsame also sat down with Inverse this week to talk about trying to get gamers to give the metaverse a chance. However, the most interesting thing out of the interview was the platform-agnostic accessibility controller that Nintendo is supposedly developing. Fielzame told Inverse, quote, Imagine an adaptive controller that you could play with your latest Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo platform. That's what we were working on three years ago. Fielzame continued to describe that Nintendo used the Xbox adaptive controller as a baseline to develop their own. Though Fielsame noted that he wasn't sure if the project was still ongoing, saying, quote, My hope is that the effort has continued. I'm not sure if it has or not. But also, my hope is that controller and the ability for that controller to connect with all of the various systems is launched and shared with consumers as quickly as possible. I do believe the best solution is an industry solution that can work for all of the dedicated gaming platforms and for PC and can be truly tailored to the player depending on their physical capabilities and what they can do. And I second feel some A's hope because the gaming industry has a severe lack of accessibility options for controllers, especially controllers that are platform agnostic. 
All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back on Monday for even more video game news. And thank you for giving me some extra time to get this episode out. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.